Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. season three episode three it's the 2023 hype rankings show and i got three of my best friends with me today i'm brandon davis welcome to phase zero aaron perine how you doing oh man i'm doing great new and improved logo and season Mm. three and brandon shirt we got a lot to do today guys we're out here. We're out here, Aaron. We're out here. Jenna, how are you feeling today? I'm good. As you said in the chat before the show, it is the year of the Craven. So I'm very <laughs> curious to see how these hype rankings go. How can you wake up on a day in 2023 and think, oh, today's a bad day when you know that Craven the Hunter releases this year? <laughs> and that's about to be part of today's show. It's the hype rankings show. Jamie Jurak, how are you feeling? Oh, oh, good morning. (laughs) I'm a ghost. (laughs) I bet you in 2024, Craven's a ghost. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm listen. Okay. Everybody, listen to us in podcast form. Please drop those five star reviews. I promise you, I say this every week. Next week, we don't have anything to talk about next week, which means we're finally going to answer your questions in the five star reviews. We'll read a couple of them on Apple, Spotify. Wherever you can leave a five-star review, we will find it, and we will read it. And you, I think that helps us grow our listenership. I don't know. We want to get to the top of the charts. Watch out, Joe Rogan. We are coming for the top spot on the podcast charts. Isn't he like the number – doesn't he have like the number one podcast? I don't know. Maybe I'm – Probably. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Phase zero, supremacy, which will never be a supremacy that can outdo Cravens which I think is what we're all going to reveal today. Uh, This is the 2023 Hype Rankings show. And at the end of the show, for the first time on a rankings episode, we're going to do a composite score, which means we have uh, a graphic that shows like the results of our rankings and where each title ranks on average between all four of us, which makes it the definitive, official, worldwide, global Hype ranking for 2023 because our voices and opinions are the most important because we host faith <laughs> here, obviously. <laughs> the titles that we are talking about today. Now, listen, hey, we know some of these titles might not be dropping uh, in 2023. Some of them are not in the MCU, but they're happening. And we're talking about them. Uh, it's all live action except for one. Uh, so the titles are Guardians 3, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Ironheart, Agatha, Cone of Chaos, Loki Season 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, uh, The Marvels, Echo, Craven the Hunter, and that was all of them, right? Did I, I got all 10. I was like reading mine, but out of order. That's how I was trying to get that. So I was jumping around because I didn't want to give anything away. Uh, so yeah, so those are the 10 titles we're working with today. And Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, if I didn't say that. Secret Invasion. 
I, I can't remember if he said that or not. Secret Invasion, Secret yeah. Invasion, which it doesn't seem too far away. I think it's the first Disney Plus show of the year. Uh, anybody have any 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 you know prologue words before we get started on our 2023 hype rankings? I already know I'm out of it because you were like one animated, and I was like, "There's an animated movie on this list." <laughs> <laughs> I'm very curious how this is going to go because I feel like this is much less like clear cut than some of the other rankings ones. I feel like like I know when we were talking about this in Slack, Jamie was like, I like nine out of the 10 of these things. So I'm very curious to see whose numbers lay in certain places because it feels like most of these things are things we're going to be hyped about. So I wonder which one Jamie's not excited for. <laughs> Ooh, we'll find out soon. <laughs> All right, y'all. So that's gonna that's where we're gonna jump in. We are about to go with the bottom five of our 2023 hype rankings. Uh, everybody, as the drill goes, feel free to explain, you know, how you came up with your rankings, why things are where they are. I will ask questions if I disagree or if I agree, uh, and we will all be respectful in the comment sections. Uh, and I encourage everybody in the comment section as we go ten nine eight seven six five four three two one. Please drop your number 10, drop your number 9, drop your number 8. In that order, let's have a conversation and talk about it and have some fun with it. Aaron, we're going in alphabetical order here, buddy, and that means you're first. Yeah. Number 10, kicking us off. Oh, boy. I mean, it is the year of the Craven. So we're going to start with the man of the hour, you know, Craven the Hunter. I would like to say as a digression, because we don't know anything else about this show, except for that he's a friend to all animals, big and small, that <laughs> why is it that when these Sony projects get announced, it's like the mystery box from that Family Guy sketch, where it could be good or it could be bad. It doesn't, well, no one knows. It's the, it's the mystery box. You just have to buy it and find out. The one of these I will say I am interested in only for the weird thematic positioning of it is Madam Web because it sounds insane. And you made an entire block in Boston look like 2003 New York City, so you have me there. Maybe if Craven is has like an extended, I don't know, like Brooke Valentine fight scene, maybe then I'll feel better. But yeah, that's at number 10. A lot of, lot of talk in the comments about Madam Web coming out this year. I don't believe Madam Web is ever expected to drop in 2023. It's a 2024 movie, right? Yeah, it got delayed to like October oh. of 2024. Because like, honestly, if that was included in this year's rankings, I would be causing some chaos and ranking that pretty high. Like, I will say that right now. <laughs> yeah, I got that, that one, if only out of curiosity. Yeah. I'll tell you one title I do not have curiosity for. It is my number 10. Um, actually, I'm lying. I do have a little bit of curiosity about this one, but not enough. I've been hurt too many times. My number 10 is Craven the Hunter. Uh, <laughs> listen, uh, I, I, honestly, this is going to be one of those things where I think there's a chance Craven could be higher on my list at the end of the year, but I was burned last year by being the one person who actually put any faith in Morbius. I think Morbius was better than both of the Venom movies, which doesn't say anything at all, really. But it had an offensively stupid post-credit scene <laughs> uh, that was shot on a on a... On a nokia 3390 and i don't understand how they thought they could get away with that like this vulture stuff that literally doesn't even make sense in the canon that he would change universes so craven the hunter i really like aaron taylor johnson he was in one of my favorite movies of last year and one of the best parts of it in bullet train and it just doesn't sound like it makes any sense because of everything aaron said too this man loves animals craven the hunter who's he hunting hunters craven the hunter hunter like what's going on uh craven's number 10 i'm open to this movie being good, I want it to be good. I'm gonna watch it. 
I really hope it's good, but right now I don't trust it. So I'm 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 not setting myself up to be to be hurt again. I'm leaving it at number 10. All right. All right. That's me. Um, you know, as Jenna said, I am really hyped for number ones through nines. That that those are words <laughs> on uh, on my ranking. Like one through nine were impossible to rank because I'm hyped for all of them. But number 10, let me tell you, I do not care about Craven the Hunter. <laughs> I just don't care. <laughs> That, I don't have anything to say even. I just do not care. Uh, Sony has uh, oh, oh. Sony has never um, uh, really proven themselves to me. So I'll just uh, pass on to Jenna. I wonder what Jenna's <laughs> is going to be. I know our graphic department spoiled it a little bit. Um, so I was about to do like a big bit and make it pretend as if Craven was not my <laughs> top 10, but it, it's my number 10, Craven the Hunter. Echoing off of what Aaron said, I feel like I'm excited to see... <laughs> The weird meme discourse about this movie, like I, I said on the show last week, I feel like Sony is going to learn the wrong lessons from Morbius and try to make this movie be such a meme movie, and it's not going to work, and I'm very curious to see what that actually looks like, and I'm excited to see Ariana DeBose on my screen again, but like nothing else about this movie at this moment really excites me. That could change, but I don't know. I don't know. Craven sweep for the number 10 spot. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, at one point, you just know that this might happen. We might even like one day have like JC Shandor on the show. The I know about Craven. <laughs> I hope we like it. I mean, if we if we all end up if it ends up in number ten, maybe we maybe we don't go through that. But uh, I I hope Craven is good because I want like here's the thing: they could blow us away with that with that Sony Spider Man world if they bring Andrew Garfield back or something, and they actually make, but but also make some good movies. But uh. I don't know. I just I like everybody else. I just can't put it above number ten. Um, but let's hope. Let's hope it's. Let's hope it's good. Let's hope it's good. We're all gonna watch it anyway. I don't know, okay. Jamie. Are you definitely gonna watch it? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not Avatar. I'm gonna watch it. Oh lord. Oh, oh. <laughs> what if it's three hours long? What if it's three uh, yeah. hours of Craven? I'll still watch it. I three don't care. hours of Craven. <laughs> <laughs> also, we can we can just tell JC Shandor of like this was in our top ten most anticipated of the year. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's not an Big incorrect brain. statement. So let's go. Uh, God. Uh, can I just say before I get to my nine, me and Brandon fell for that pump fake last year, and that's probably got something to do with why it's down here at 10. We both gave it a chance. We all were rooting for you. We were rooting for you. How dare you? Um, and my number nine is actually a thing that a lot of y'all gonna have at the top, so I'm just bracing for it. It's Guardians. Oh my gosh. It's not, Love my, it. it's not my thing. I know, Brandon. I know. Wow. I know. I know. <laughs> I, it's not my thing. I, I had a lot of weird moments while I was trying to put together my list, and I was like, is I really gonna put this down here? And I thought about it, and I was like, I guess so. I mean, you know. Um, I, I am going to be sad a little bit. I'm not going to be as sad as y'all. Um, but yeah, uh, it's <sighs> down here at nine. I listen. And also before everybody comes, gets mad at me. Remember who had Thor Love and Thunder down at the bottom last year at the beginning. Don't you put that even on me, Remember. Remember what happened. Okay. All right. This That's is just because nine. you didn't have a Christmas special that you could rank in the bottom. Oh, you're right. I, there's still time for them to disappoint me. There still is. <laughs> Unless it's Hawkeye <laughs> season two. And then we're, yeah. we're fine. Jim, Jim, Aaron's on his way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love wow. it. I love it. 
chaos already. Oh chaos. my god, he, he Aaron is trying to sabotage the uh, the rankings at the end of this, yeah, by giving Guardians minimal points in the number nine <laughs> spot. My goodness, all right. Well, I think everybody's gonna have an equal reaction to my next one. My number nine, uh, I think this is these next few. First of all, I'd like to preface this there is a considerable gap between 10 and nine on my list. Also, these next few, I'd say, I don't know, a couple of these groups could be interchanged. I'd say like the next five really could be interchanged, given what side of the bed I wake up on. But I woke up on this side of the bed today, and my number nine is Echo. Uh, partially because I thought the Maya Lopez character in Hawkeye was really, really cool. And I'm very excited to spend more time with her. But she's lower on the list because I feel like most of us are more excited to see Daredevil and Kingpin. As, as they are expected to appear in that show, then uh, Echo herself, which, uh, I don't know, kind of speaks to the to the show, in my opinion. Uh, but I think Echo, I, I hope it's really good. I am very excited for it. Uh, maybe not very excited for it, but I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to spend more time with, with Maya Lopez and get to know her. I think Alakwa Cox did, did a great job in Hawkeye bringing that character to life. And yeah, it's just at my number nine. It's down there. Well, uh, I feel bad about this because the the average is really going down, but I, I also have Echo at number nine. And the the reason really is because there are a lot of stuff I got to see at D23 that the world hasn't seen yet, and Echo's not one of them. So it almost feels like um, uh, I just don't know enough. I also don't think the show's coming out this year. Uh, I, I, you know, mm -hmm. I just, it's just one that's like, it just feels so far away. Cause there's so, there's so little information. It's hard. It's, you know, it's hard to get as hyped as some of the other ones, but I am very excited for when the show does happen. I do think that's going to be a factor in my list for sure is some of the things that I don't know much about yet are certainly lower on the list. And that's probably why, but uh, some things that I don't know much about are also high on the list. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, great taste, Jamie. Great taste so far. Me and Jamie tend to do this in the bottoms of our rankings. And then huh? we veer quick. Yeah. We sure do. We sure do. So I, echoing what BD said, I feel like the discrepancy between number 10 and number nine is like astronomical for me. I am very excited for number nine. It was just something had to be number nine. And at the moment, in terms of my personal amount of hype, this is where it is currently at. It is Secret Invasion. I know I even ranked this higher last year's anticipation rankings, but wow. I, I feel like the pressure of adapting this event into six episodes, I'm excited to see how they do it, but I'm also a little apprehensive. And I feel like that first trailer... I still don't know if it's just that it came out after the Werewolf by Night trailer, and I was so excited for that that this just kind of seemed okay. But I'm I love this cast so much. I love the idea of how they are approaching this. It's just it had to be at number nine for me because everything else I'm even more hyped about. So I am excited to actually see the show at some point, whenever we're getting it. We still don't entirely know, but like once we do get it, I know I'm going to like it. It's just at the moment it's number nine for me. I'm betting late February for Secret Invasion. Oh, whoa. Wow. I guess maybe, maybe March, but at the latest mid March, I think Secret Invasion and Mando season three are running together for sure. <sighs> All right. We're into the top eight. We're in the MySpace era. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so for number eight, I have Echo down here. Um, I really am excited, mostly because due to its nature, there is no like one or whatever, like, Echo story that they're adapting. That's really exciting. Lockbox, of course, is awesome. Of course, the Daredevil of it all, I'm sure everybody's excited. We, we now have, like, a gym photo beat at Comic Book 
just for former defenders versus people <laughs> and what they wear to the gym, apparently. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I am. I'm excited, but also I am more excited for some stuff up here. And I hope that this does come out this year. I really do hope that it does. I don't know how it can sneak it under the gun. I don't know what's going to happen with some of the other stuff on this list, but it, it, I hope it does get its chance to be out here this this year. So that's a number eight. I'm just going to rip the Band-Aid off. My number eight is Agatha Coven of Chaos. Wow. What did I ever do to you? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Listen, I, I, I think it's going to be impossible to recapture the magic of WandaVision. That said, I'm hopeful. I don't think it's doable. Uh, I I really want this show to be good. I just don't know if it's going to be as phenomenon like as WandaVision was. And I think that's a big reason why I loved WandaVision so much. Granted, it also had tremendous emotional beats, which I don't know how I'm going to get that out of Agatha Coven of Chaos. Maybe it does. Uh, but the relationship between Wanda and Vision and uh, the mysteries of WandaVision, which many of which ultimately didn't pay off in the finale, were what really made me enjoy that show. So I'm real curious what kind of energy Agatha is going to be bringing, and I don't know that it's going to be able to match what WandaVision provided uh, for me. I, I don't. I, I'm just maybe I'm in the maybe I'm in my skeptic year. So uh, yeah, Agatha is in my number eight spot. I, I'm so sorry, Jamie. I'm so sorry. Can we please still be friends? It's fine. We can be friends because I think that people are going to be really shocked by my number eight. So um, here we go. Uh, I have a good explanation, I think, but my number eight is. Quantumania. Um, wow. I'm excited for this movie. I'm like, it's coming out. Can we see it next month? But I, I think a part of it for me is that it's, I think it's because it's coming out on my birthday week and I have oh. a lot of other things I'm looking forward to more that week. <laughs> like I have friends coming in town. I'm getting some tattoos. I'm I'm celebrating the 15th annual Die Hard Valentine's Day. I'm like, oh, and also a new Marvel movie's out. So I think it's just like personal life uh, scheduling. I think I'm going to love this movie. It's got Michelle Pfeiffer in it. What more can you need? Um, but um, but in this moment in time, it's just not really something I'm even thinking about. And it's so close. So it's that's kind of weird. We're all just speechless. We're all absolutely sorry. I'm reading the chat. The chat is great, right? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Jamie hates ants. Jamie hates ants. To start in the chat. Down with the ants. <laughs> you hate ants and water. Just those two things exclusively. Um, so my number eight, I'm, I'm in the same boat as Aaron. My number eight is Echo. Um, I, I love Alakwa Cox. I am excited for the show purely in the sense of we are now reaching the point where characters who have never really had an ongoing comic are now getting their own Disney Plus shows, which is like a very weird threshold to be through. And I'm very curious to see how this show is. I, I both feel like it's might not even come out this year, which is why it's kind of low in my rankings. And even if it does, I echo what BD said, the Kingpin and Daredevil discourse is going to be exhausting and Ooh. trying to deal with that while still appreciating the show. I'm already dreading, but I just based on the show itself, I'm very excited to see where, what it's going to be. It's just everything else on the list was higher for me. I really feel like echo is going to be one of those where when we learn what that show is actually about, which I mean, I imagine it's about Echo exploring like the trauma of losing her father, dealing with the fallout of shooting Kingpin in the face, finding all, finding out how to navigate all that. Maybe the tracksuit mafia shows up again. Who knows? I I think it's going to jump for a bunch of us. Yeah. Um, but right now, I feel like I just don't know enough, and the only thing I've seen is we're talking about Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio more. So you know, for that for that reason, it's down there on my list. Uh, top seven. Woo! 
Oh boy. Okay, so uh, at seven, I'm probably gonna just lose everybody here as well. Um, I've got Loki season two. Wow. Um, you know, I I didn't have the first one that high, but I like it enough. Um, I <laughs> I have I've not Jamie Jirak, so I haven't seen the footage yet that I want to have seen to know exactly what I'm getting into. But, you know, I am excited to have Mobius back, excited to have, you know, Tom Hiddleston back in our lives, of course. But I am really excited about some of this stuff. So there you go. Wow. I know. Wow. 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 (laughs) Uh, Aaron, I feel like I'm about to get a little, uh, I'm about to strike back here. I struck Jamie for no reason, but now I think I'm coming for Aaron (laughs) at number seven. I got these are just band-aids. My number seven is the Marvels. Okay. Uh, wow. And I'll say that my number seven and my number six are pretty interchangeable. I think there's a gap between seven and eight. Uh, but it's one that I don't know much about. I haven't seen like I've seen a little bit of footage with no audio at D23 backstage. I have I really just don't know what to expect from this movie. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the first Captain Marvel movie. I'm a big fan of like Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. I think she was better as the character in her limited time in Endgame under the direction of the Russos. I've talked about this before on the show. I think the Russos uh, have added a lot of style and points to some characters that uh, like in their movies and then they go to other movies. And sometimes they, some of what the Russos did gets replaced by other things. I don't know. I just think the, I think, I hope it's better than the first movie. I can't wait to see Miss Marvel again. I can't wait to see Monica again. I can't wait to see Carol again. Um, I hope it's like a big, the fact that this isn't connected to secret invasion, at least outwardly and armor wars is, is really weird to me. Um, so yeah, it's kind of, it's just my, it's just down there. Number seven for me. Not, not <laughs> like I, it, it's interesting because it almost jumped to number six because I'm such a movie over shows person. My number six is a show and I'm pretty, they're, they're pretty kind of close in excitement level for me, but ultimately Marvel's is number seven for me. I've reached a very arbitrary point in my list where it's like, I guess this is next because I'm just excited for everything. So don't hate me that this is seven. Uh, but I, I have uh, Cross the Spider Verse as my number seven. I'm excited about it. Uh, it's just not quite as the others. And you guys know it's because sometimes I don't get as hyped for animation. I think this movie is going to be beautiful and amazing, and I'm going to love it. And I'm sure I'm going to see it multiple times in theaters. There's that's there's no I'm not that's it. There's nothing negative I have to say about this. It's just I'm more excited about other stuff. Uh, I hate this. Look at how different our lists are. Like, I Craig, know. Echo, I'm so sorry, but the rest are very different. Jenna, are you about to keep that going? Um, Yeah, a little bit. I will say Jamie made me feel better with her number eight pick in my number seven pick because my number seven is Quantumania. Um, I am still very hyped for this movie. I'm very hyped for Kang. I'm hyped for Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, I'm excited to see more of the quantum realm. It's just like, and honestly, I'm glad that that second trailer has come out before we did these rankings because I feel like this movie might even be even lower if we were just getting the same Yellow Brick Road trailer over and over and over again. But I everything else on this list I'm more excited for. I know I'm going to love this movie fundamentally on so many levels it's just like that's where i'm at with it right now man we got some insect haters on the show <laughs> which is fair which is fair all right all right we are in our top row of our bottom five what a prestigious honor this will be for the number six round uh aaron kick us off with your number six 
Okay. Uh, so at number six, because I apparently I just follow whatever Jamie did to do. Uh, it's <laughs> Edit Man the Wasp Quantumania. Um, I'm excited for <laughs> it as well, but I really like, I really love the shows. People with the deep, deep phase zero lore memorized to their hard drives will remember it's like Aaron likes them shows, <laughs> likes the shows a lot. And Thank you to someone, I forget who it was in the community, that bought up my air fryer comment about Adam Warlock. That made me <laughs> smile because I'm like, wow, some of y'all really do listen to what I say. That's a mistake. Um, but yeah, I got quite a many at six. Can I just say, can I just say, someone needs to make a gif of what BD just did yeah, during the yeah. live show. That was excellent. <laughs> and second of all, I think this is a testament to like how many good things that are in the pipeline for this year that we are ranking a Ant-Man movie starring Kang the Conqueror at like the bottom half of our list. Like that is a sign that there's like an abundance of riches. I feel like, wow, like only so the crazy rich. people are doing that. Only the crazy people are doing that. Come on now. But yeah. Oh my God! What is going on here? I'm I'm shocked. Kang is coming, and y'all are just like, well, okay, all right. My goodness. Whew. Okay, I need to calm down. It's the coffee. <laughs> we'll it's get the more Kang. There's more Kang to come. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. My number six. I don't remember what my number six is. I got to pull up the list. That just. Whew. My number six. Secret Invasion. Uh, honestly, when this was announced, I was hyped for it. That said, I just know there's no way this show is going to capture the scope of the comic, which is why I like the title so much. Uh, we, first of all, don't even have Jessica Drew and Tony Stark to create the moment where Tony's convinced he's a scroll, which is a huge bummer in itself. Like, I would love to see that moment. Where is Spider-Woman? Uh, where is Iron Man dead? Uh, I, I, this cast is really impressive. I know Jamie is about to boast about this cast when she gets to this, wherever it is on her ranking. So I'm going to leave that to her. Uh, I think that Secret Invasion leading to Armor Wars is really, really interesting. It makes me worried that it's going to be another Disney Plus show that feels like it didn't tell a complete story. I hope that Secret Invasion has a start and finish uh, that is actually satisfying. And Armor Wars ends up picking up pieces of that and really making it even more interesting. And we're just like, boom, you're looking for this when that comes around. But I, it's just, I, I, I wish this could be as big as the comic. I know that it can't. So for that reason, I can't put it higher. Still quite excited, and I hope it makes the MCU feel, feel very claustrophobic, like anybody could actually be a scroll and a bad person. I'm going to try to talk fast because there's construction happening, and I'm trying not to let it uh, be too loud here. Um, uh, again, really hard to pick, but I put uh, Ironheart as my number six. I can't wait for this show. Uh what kind of forever got me so excited from our Riri. I got to see a little bit of uh, footage at uh, D23 and it looks amazing. I have, uh, it's just like all the others. I have nothing negative to say about it. I'm still hyped. I'm just more hyped for a couple other things by like a 1% margin. Um, but I think it's going to be really good and I'm really excited to see her come back. Riri. I do have to say, like, I was almost waiting for Jamie to say Ironheart because now every single title I feel like has been represented thus far, which is really, really interesting. I feel like that's just kind of showing our, how wide of a variety everyone's hypes are. Um, my number six is Agatha. I still think, like, we probably are not getting this show this year, but the every subsequent casting announcement has hyped me up for this show so much more. I think that 
just seeing all of those people work together is going to be amazing. And then in and of itself, having a WandaVision sequel, essentially, I, I've said it on the show multiple times. I'm very curious to see if they lean into like the sitcom spinoff sort of tropes and see how that actually manifests on the show. Again, I still don't think we're really getting it this year because they just started filming. But if we do, whenever we do, I know I'm going to like it. This is absolutely wild that we all did our part in getting at least each title from all 10 of these. Yeah. One of two of which showed up four times, but one of which had a full sweep. Uh, this is interesting. And this just goes to show the variety that uh, we seem to be getting from the MCU lately, which I think is a good thing. You might not like everything as much as you like everything else, but somebody else is. So it's, it's pretty interesting. And, uh, I, I think we're in for quite a year here. If this is the bottom half of our high rankings, the top half is about to be wild. I can't believe quantum mania is only left for me. It's like three minutes away and y'all are just like, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm shocked by that. I'm not going to lie. Uh, anybody have any surprises from this bottom half? Craven sweet. All right. We're, <laughs> we're going to take a quick one minute break. When we come back, we're going into the top five. For all four of us in the 2023 hype rankings. And after that, we will show you the composite scores for the definitive global ruling of what is the official worldwide ranking for the 2023 MCU hype rankings. See you in a moment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Aaron, how are you feeling so far? Oh, Aaron, you're muted. Aaron feels so wild about this that his microphone can't even handle it. Ah. Oh, there is. You're back. You're back. You're back. Okay, cool. I'm like, ah, I lost. The black hole <laughs> almost got me again. Um, yeah, I'm just happy to be in the top five. Honestly, <laughs> I was not excited. About it. I'm like, ah, that bottom five is not going to be fun. That's always the worst part. Day. Nobody gets mad at you for being too excited for something. They only get mad at you for not being excited enough. I will beg to differ because every time I got excited about She-Hulk, people got mad at that's, me. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I, yeah, never mind. Last night, I finally finished watching all of The Last of Us, and I tweeted that I liked the show. And I liked, I, I love the game more, but I thought the show was quite good. And people were like, why are you hating the show? Stop ruining the hype. And I'm like, bro, I said it was good. Like, would, anyway, anyway, listen to The Last of Pods, new episodes every Sunday night. Uh, all right. 2023 MCU hype rankings continue. We're in the top five. Aaron, you know, alphabetical order drill here. Oh. Whoa. 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 We wow. saw. All right. All right. All right. We need like Aaron. the men in black, like pen. Neuralizer. Just, like, nothing happened. <laughs> I actually didn't see anything. But let's 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 jump. Let's kick it off here. Aaron, the pick is in. Who's the number five draft? Uh, let's see here. I got Secret Invasion at five. Um, I'm very excited for this. Um, while thinking about this like project, like while we were trying to put together a list, I was like, oh, I am really excited about this, and not just because I read the comic at formative ages. Um. It seems like it's going to be really different. It seems like it's going to be really grounded. 
they're going to be parts of it that are going to be just aesthetics and stuff that they haven't channeled in a while. Um, always good to see Samuel L. Jackson back for his 8 millionth appearance in the MCU. It's been funny that we've had all this like new people like popping up, but it will be nice to sit with somebody, you know, also the inevitable who in the world has been a scroll this entire time will keep us all guessing. And I think it'll provide some theory stuff for us. So yeah, I'm excited about secret evasion. I'm, I'm hyped. I hope Secret Division does something to show us like something from the past was actually a scroll. Like like the same kind of thing I want to see from Kang in one of my top five movies, Quantumania, uh, and throughout the multiverse saga. I'd like to see the the past of the MCU, the Infinity Saga, actually have been tampered with by characters like Scrolls or Kang, because I love when they lean into history. Like Walking Dead, when it got into late seasons and they started relying on the history of the show to push it forward, I was like, all right, I love this. I love this. Maybe that's just my nostalgia and liking what was. But yeah, I'd like to see that. My number five. What is my number five? Ironheart, which is one I am quite excited for. I would say Wakanda Forever didn't really raise this or lower this. Uh, I'm just, I think Ironheart's pretty cool. I love the Ironheart comics. I love the character of Riri Williams. Um, I can't wait to get to know her more and see what from the comics makes it into the show. It sounds like quite a bit might be. Uh, it also sounds like one major part, which is Tony Stark, won't be. And as a huge, huge Iron Man fan, I'm okay with that. Like I am, I'm totally fine with that. Uh, I think my boy Tony has had an influence on just about everything else. So Ironheart, obviously, he influenced her, and in, he said, "Hey, you know, I have an iron suit. <laughs> you know, she's doing the same thing." But the AI Tony Stark from the comic, maybe we don't get that. But a lot of other things from the comic, I think are already there ripe for the picking to just throw into the show and make something really cool. So I'm looking forward to Ironheart. I think it's going to be really cool. And I can't wait to see uh, Dominique Thor and explore that character even more. And the, the other elements of that show too, like the dark magical elements, which are yet unconfirmed, but sound really, really cool. Uh, like the hood and Mephisto possibly being in there. That could be dope. So yeah, Ironheart. Ironheart's in the top five for sure for me. Cool. I just want to say real quick, Peter, that break music really got me pumped up. I was really vibing with that. And I thank you. Uh, speaking of things I'm vibing with, I'm really excited for my number five. But uh, sorry, BD, that it's as low as it is. It's Guardians. Uh, wow. I'm really hyped for Guardians. I think it's going to be an amazing, emotional, beautiful movie. Uh, it's just there's a lot. There's a lot of goodness coming. Uh, it was real. Oh, apparently that, that music was Richard. So I want to give that <laughs> proper shout out to Richard for the music. Um, yeah, Guardians. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things. It's like, I, I don't even remember like four and five. Or I was like, I don't remember why I picked this over my number four. It's 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 all arbitrary. I can't wait. Good stuff. Muting myself again because this uh, cutting business is annoying. <laughs> it's the ants. It's the yeah. ants. They're trying to silence her. Yeah. <laughs> the ants and the spiders are making an army coming for Jamie. And you just hear them in the background. It's like the... That that Paul Rudd and Michael Douglas ad. Yes, I think about that way too much. That that lives rent free in my head. Ants. <laughs> um. So I'm I'm in the same boat as BD. My number five is Ironheart. I knew that this was easily going to be in the top five for me, even before Wakanda Forever. I knew conceptually this show, just having Riri have a show, was going to be so intriguing for me. But I feel like every subsequent update of the show has gotten even cooler. I love the juxtaposition between technology and magic, and I'm very curious to see how that works with her. I think Dominique Thorne knocked it out of the park in Wakanda Forever. Like, the second that she had her first scene on screen, like, I got goosebumps. I'm like, this is Riri. And I, she's also from Chicago, so I got to represent my Chicago girl. I'm very excited to see how they do Chicago in the MCU. So this is number five for me. I'm so excited to see it. 
Great taste, Jenna. Great taste. <laughs> Aaron, we're in the final four here, buddy. We are in the final four and something I'm really excited about. And man, I feel like all of these really had a chance at one in their own ways. And unfortunately, Agatha Coven Chaos comes in at four. I am really excited. I The freaking cast alone is every time like another person got added to this insane collection of talent in Slack, it felt like that SpongeBob meme where Squidward is watching SpongeBob and Patrick run outside, and SpongeBob and Patrick are Jamie just running like ah, I'm I'm living my life, everything. And I'm just like, man, I want that. Like I'm so sad. <laughs> I wish it was me, but I am happy, and I hope we get it this year because I am really excited to see what they do with it. Meanwhile, Patrick's just looking at me talking about Agatha like he's just standing there. <laughs> <laughs> My number four. Uh, the, uh, I'm going to have to explain this one. My number four is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Now, I think there's a chance Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse ends up being the number one Marvel piece of content of the year. I recognize that that is very likely, in fact. That said, I as, as an MCU fan who loves seeing the story move forward, and all that things just for that reason alone i think my top three are getting some added love because i am attached to their previous films i'm attached to what i hope they do for the story that i am very invested in for 10 years now spider-verse i think the first one is a masterpiece and i think that this one i'm kind of worried how do you possibly match that same similar feeling to agatha but i think i'm less worried about this one than i am about agatha uh by far but um, I just there, there's there's it, like number four, this was this was tough. These top four were tough. There's definitely a gap between four and five for me. Uh, and uh, I think Spider Verse is going to be really good. And I think as a Spider Man fan, it's going to be so satisfying. I think they're going to have some surprises in there that people aren't going to see coming. And I just I just couldn't put it above some of the things that I'm looking forward to, like characters that I've got attached to, their stories I've got attached to, and what I'm hoping they do for the future. Uh, in the live action MCU stuff. So I, that's that I really feel like that's might be a stupid reason, but I just want to be honest that that's why it's my number four. And there is like, this is where I'm into like that nine, 10 level hype. These top four are, are clearly a cut above the rest. So yeah, but I can't wait to see spider verse. I respect that. Yeah, I feel similarly in terms of like the story continuing all that stuff. Um, my number four, um, somebody in the comments made fun of me for bringing up D23 a couple times. But the thing is, if I hadn't seen this trailer at D23, it wouldn't be this high. So I have to bring it up again. Sorry. Uh, and that's the Marvels. When I saw this, I'm just so excited for them to come together. Um, uh, you know, I feel the similar to BD, whereas Captain, the movie Captain Marvel didn't hit me as hard as I wanted it to. I still really like that movie and I love Brie Larson, but it's a lower in my overall MC ranking than I, than I wish it was. But this, this movie, I'm still, so, I'm just so excited for all, all these gals to, to, to meet and, um, and the, and the trailer looked awesome. So I'm really, really hyped. And it was, I, I really struggled between putting this above guardians, but I sat with myself I listened to my heart and I realized <laughs> that um it 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 I'm more excited for it by like a smidgy bit. I I could respect that. Maybe had I seen 
the trailer for the Marvels, I think it would probably be higher on my list too. I, honestly, the fact that there's nothing for the Marvels that they just basically skipped over it at Comic Con mm-hmm. and then showed the trailer at D23 where Jamie Girac was in attendance, by the way, <laughs> uh, that uh, I think that it made me kind of nervous about the movie. I was like, wait, are they changing things? What's going on? I know that a lot of the Marvel stuff, like Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff, has been like just getting a lot of reshoots and stuff like that. So maybe kind of nervous. And that's not inside info. That's just kind of my brain when I. And waiting to see stuff, waiting to hear stuff, and they don't give you anything. It's usually just like, wow, what's what, what, what's going wrong here? So that's where my brain went. But hopefully, there's nothing wrong with it because it sounds like the trailer at D23, which Jamie Jack got to see <laughs> because she was at D23, <laughs> was awesome. No, I, I do think had I seen that trailer, it would be higher on my list. Uh, like I said, those lower ranks things are things I I know less about, which I think makes sense for my excitement for me on a personal level. Uh, but yeah, I respect it. I respect it. All of that to say, I completely agree with Jamie, even though I did not go to D23 and I have not seen the trailer. <laughs> I have read enough descriptions of the trailer to to be thoroughly hyped. So that's why the Marvels is at number four for me. I I almost disagree with what BD said earlier. I, I'm very curious to see how Carol is portrayed and written outside of the Endgame and Captain Marvel thing, because it's the thing that like, she shot her Endgame stuff first and then shot Captain Marvel. So I feel like we still haven't gotten to see the full root of her characterization yet. I feel like there's so much potential in the comics that like we've only really scratched the surface of in the MCU. So I'm excited to see her written and portrayed just in this like brand new kind of like fresh context and then having Monica and Kamala and all of the other rumors about the weird elements of this movie. I'm so excited to see what it ends up being. I feel like it's just going to be so much fun. I just think Brie Larson is such a tremendous performer and so talented. I don't think Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck did her any favors in the first Captain Marvel movie. Yeah. That's my, that's, that's what I, yeah. All right. Number three, Aaron. Oh, it gets even more difficult the higher we go. Like, oh my God. Um, so I've got Ironheart at three. Dominic Thorne, one of the, a high point from Wakanda Forever, like completely sold me on, oh yeah, this is gonna work for this amount of episodes. It's gonna be cool. And then the other intrigue around the other stuff also makes it seem like, oh man, this is gonna be really fun. Because I feel like just like Miss Marvel did in season one. There's going to be something in here that matters for everything else way more than any of us can tell. One of these is going to have, one of these shows is going to have something that's like, what, wait, why, why, this could have been an entire movie, like why? So I think that Ironheart's going to be really, really dope. And uh, feel free to come on the show and promote it, Dominique, wherever you are. We're just that here. That, got time. that would be cool. Yeah. I, I respect that choice. I think Ironheart's going to be really cool. My number three. What is my number three? I got to pull up the list again. My number three. Oh, this one I'm very excited for as well. Loki season two. Loki season two. I loved Loki season one. Y'all know I loved Loki season one. I uh, these are This is a character that's been in the MCU from the beginning. Automatically gets bonus points for me. Uh, a character that has seen tons of growth. Had the growth removed because they went back to 2012 and had to grow again in a different way in Loki season one. I can't wait to see where this goes now that Loki has killed the timekeepers and gone to a new TVA and has to explain to Mobius and uh, Hunter B-15 who they are again, whether they'll believe him or not. The statue at Kang is in there. I thought Loki season one was just, I, I, I love it. I know we got some people in the chat. I'm sure Layla's going off right now Yeah, uh, that didn't love Loki season one. I thought Kate Heron did such a good job directing Loki season one, that continuous shot. And you got Justin Moorhead and Aaron Benson, or is it Aaron Benson and Justin Moorhead? Uh, sorry, out of the guys who did Moon Knight are directing Loki season two. So 
as much as I, I'm like, damn, I would love to see Kate Heron come back and get some more MCU content uh, after you know getting that rhythm after six episodes of Loki. Uh, we do have we do have the uh, directors of Moon Knight back in the MCU, and also is Natalie Holt back for more music? I'm pretty sure. The music yeah, music Loki so. was phenomenal. Everything about Loki season one to me was was a, was was really good, um, except except for the part at the end of episode two where Sylvie dropped all the time bombs and supposedly created a whole multiverse, and then all of a sudden episode three started, and that didn't matter at all. That is my biggest pet peeve. Like the Walking Dead used to do it all the time. Uh, a lot of the Marvel shows do it like they leave you with this cliffhanger. You're like, oh my gosh, well, let's make theories. New Rockstar is going to get 20 million views this week because of the way <laughs> this episode ended. And then they pick up episode three. It's like, no, that aerospace engineer is literally no one. So I, but that said, I, I have learned to tem- temper back the expectations based on theories uh, and just go along with the ride. And I think Loki was one of the best rides Disney Plus has provided yet. And season two is going to be hopefully phenomenal. Uh, so yeah, my number three. Nice. My number three uh, we thought was coming out last year, and last year it was my number two. So it did get bumped down a little bit, but it's still really high, and that's Secret Invasion. Um, uh, Listen, the thing about Secret Invasion is that I think that it is going to be the Disney Plus show that is most similar to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in terms of tone. (laughs) And... Uh, I, you know, just that kind of uh, uh, spacey, uh, but also on the groundy kind of, I just think that that's, it's going to be my type of show. And I'm really excited about that. Also, um, my one true queen, Olivia Coleman is in it. And I just like, you, that really goes a long way for me. Uh, put Olivia Coleman in something and I'm going to get my eyeballs on it real quick. Uh, and you know, the other also, I mean, like Clark, there's a ton of amazing people in this that, uh, that are I'm very excited about but there's just so many factors about secret invasion um but it got bumped down to number three uh, uh because the trailer i feel like isn't that exciting um th- like the trailer isn't something that that like i've seen better marvel trailers um so that's the reason why it's at number three but still pretty darn high for me i, I dig it i also i want to shout out in the comment right now i i a Props to Jamie because I knew she was going to shout out the whole cast here. So I'm glad we all let her do that. Uh, but also be in the comments. I saw a comment. Uh, Julia said that we all hyped up. I think it was Julia. Uh, the aerospace engineer. Y'all played yourselves by hyping that one up. Yes, I agree. That one is on the audience that you can't blame the writers for us clinging on to the aerospace engineer thing. But the thing I want to point out is during the WandaVision press tour, you had moments like Paul Bettany saying there's a cameo coming. It's the Luke Skywalker level cameo because it was right after the Mandalorian. And when I asked Kevin Feige at the San Diego Comic-Con press line, did you learn anything from phase four? I was really hoping he would say something like we want to debunk stuff or not hype stuff that isn't happening. So I feel like, yes, we all hyped up the uh, we all hyped up the the aerospace engineer and some of the expectations of WandaVision, but the cast interviews didn't do us any favors at that time. And I think that a lot of that stuff played into the hype that we then bought into because it felt like our hype was being validated by those interviews. We should have high expectations. And it turns out we should have just expected a boner joke. So uh, that's all I'm saying. That's that's all I got to say. I, I, I For that reason... Loki season two is going to be my number three. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to pick you back off of BD. Loki season two is also my number three. Um, I don't even really like care about the mystery box, all of the theories, all of whatever, it, whatever we can get 
I'm going to enjoy in that regard. If for me, it's just more this, this encapsulates and this scratches an itch of a very specific kind of Marvel comics and a very specific corner of it that like, I am still in awe that the TVA and Mobius and all of these elements are a thing that are now household names because of this show. And I think that they've done such a good job of adapting it and making it really fun and entertaining and i just think there's so much potential with season two just to get really weird and maybe have some connective tissue to the rest of the multiverse saga but even if it doesn't just i can just watch as many hours as possible of loki and mobius hanging out so i'm very hyped i'm with you jenna i also see another comment here chuck norris hates you one on youtube says i don't watch something based on a certain actor i do it based on if the story is good absolutely yes i watch these things because i want the stories to be good that said, there's characters and actors I also look forward to and hope to see. It's okay to like and hope for both. Certainly the story has to be good above all else. I think everyone in the comments will agree part of the fun of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is talking about it with your friends and the online fandom and stuff like that. So yes, I love the hype of expecting a moment or a character from the comics to, to show up. But if the story's not good, it doesn't matter at all. So I sort of agree with that, but I mostly just... Wanted to make another point and let everybody know we are live reading the comments. <laughs> Leave us a five star review. Uh, we're in the top two, which means we're going to probably also simultaneously reveal the top ones if you remember our bottom fives. Aaron, number two. Oh, this one's so, so tough because I really am looking forward to both the projects I have up here at one and two. But my number two is the Marvels because I mean, all my girls are back, all of them are back. I think I like I might like Captain Marvel the most of anybody up here. Um, I'm super excited for Kamala to be back. I feel like me and me and Nick Valdez, who work here, also go like it's been 800 years since we've seen Monica Rambeau. Yeah, one day she will return to us. So you get a little bit of Wadavision, Division, a little bit of Miss Marvel. I get to see Carol again. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I am really, really excited. I cannot wait to see this trailer. It's getting to be like the uh, Guardians trailer that BD was talking about with Jamie. I'm, I'm gonna see it. I'll be like, wait, there was no holographic projection into my room. What the heck? Because I built it up so much in my brain. So I'm really, really just excited to see all of them together interact. I'm, I'm more than ready. What's crazy to me is this movie comes out in July. Mm -hmm. I keep thinking it's November. Nope. Like we got Ant Man in like 20 minutes, and then 30 minutes later you got Guardians, and then an hour after that you got the Marvels. Like these movies are right on top of each other, and that's that's wild me. So we're gonna have quite a second half of the year without Marvel Studios films. Granted, we all have our number ten Craven the Hunter to look forward to late in the year. So my number two, it's Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Uh, I think this might just be buying into all the hype with the promo right now, uh, because granted, maybe you three are all more level-headed than I am on this one, but I think it looks pretty damn good. I think Kang is going to be awesome. I think this is going to... I'm a sucker for these emotional story beats, the story of Scott Lang losing Cassie and now fighting for more time with her and possibly losing even more time with her because of that fight. Sounds really, really interesting to me. Uh, I, I definitely think... I don't know, Hank Pym and Janet and, and Hope and Scott are all four of them making it out of this movie? I don't think so. I don't know who's not making it out, but I don't think all four of them are. And that's going to hurt quite a bit. And I just think exploring the quantum realm and what that can do for the MCU and this launching Phase 5 and launching 
the multiverse story forward in a hopefully a way that builds more momentum than anything before it has uh could be could be exactly what i want in a movie uh, and and i think it meant the wasp quantumania jonathan majors is about to eat it up like he ate an apple in the loki finale sleepless Number jonathan two. majors can't go wrong Good job, i know oh boy number two we're here um number two for me easy choice loki season two um uh you know loki was number two for me in the entire phase four uh i cannot wait to see this these characters back plus key is in the season yay um i'm just i i'm our it's our first season two i i what's that gonna look like um i we talked about this a lot in the past i'm just i'm really 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 hyped about it I'm with you. I'm with you. So my number two is Across the Spider-Verse. Everyone's basically talked about this movie, so I don't know how much more there is to say, but I just feel like the first one was so influential and so groundbreaking just for how you could adapt a superhero story on screen and how you could just like get people invested in all of the different mechanics and the aesthetics of like making a comic book and all of the potential of that. And the trailer for this one I am so excited about all of the little Spider-Men that we've seen. Even if it's just a thing of like just running through them with absolutely no bearing on the plot, I am still so excited to see all of them in this movie. And I'm I'm sad we're not getting Nicolas Cage, but I feel like everything else around this movie is so perfect that I'm just so excited to see it. What if they're saving Nicolas Cage for his own Spider-Man noir movie? <laughs> Don't even play with me and my heart. <laughs> Quit playing games with Nicolas Cage in my heart. There it is. Well, here we are, number one. I think I know everybody's number one. I don't perfectly remember everybody's list, but I think I know everybody's number one. So, Aaron, hit us with your number one most anticipated Marvel title for 2023. I am nothing if not predictable. Last year, it was Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. This Mm -hmm. year, it is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I have waited. I've been patient. And we are at the press. I'm so excited to see Miles again, all the characters, all the weird cameos, all like I like so when I was thinking about this, because I really did have a deliberation between this and this and the Marvels, like what can like what do you, which one are you more excited for? And I thought about during the pandemic, like the things that I remember watching as it all becomes one big old blob. I don't remember anything. I can't retain stuff. Uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines was amazing. It was super good. And, uh, you know, we don't get that movie without Spider-Verse just blowing the doors off everything. So I really am excited to see what they got cooking up for us. Angry Oscar Isaac. That's right, Layla. Absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, there's so much. And there's so much we don't know. Peter B. Parker's back. And he's, like, even more relaxed somehow. <laughs> oh, Mayday's in there. Right? Like, yeah. oh, God. Yeah. And then the inevitable carrot of what if they're Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield and Tom McGuire in this movie? The, the absolute carrot. If you if it wasn't enough that it was already going to be good, so yeah, I'll tell, I that's what that. I was going to say. If there was one that doesn't need a cameo from like a major actor to make me like it more, it's already this one. So imagine if they do throw that in there and it oh, just yeah. you know they'll blow the roof off the place. Good taste, Darren. Good taste. Tremendous. Also, tied Barbie. There yes. you go. I'm done. Yes. <laughs> Wait, Barbie's your number one movie 2023? Uh, it might be. Yes. Wow. Might okay. Be. Yes. It's, I mean, it's up there. I got Mission Impossible up there. Oppenheimer <laughs> oh, looks really good. But uh, a Barbie's Not up top there. in Mission Impossible. I could throw every single Marvel project away uh, <laughs> in exchange for Mission Impossible. And I'm dead serious. <laughs> I was telling you, I can't wait for Mission Impossible. 
Uh, all right, my number one. Everybody in the comment section, please drop your number one most anticipated 2023 MCU title. And if you want, drop your uh, favorite, you know, most anticipated movie movie of the year. I see Cocaine Bears getting some love in the chat already. So uh, that <laughs> yeah. one's going to be wild. My number one, this is no surprise. I have not kept this a secret. It's not close. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. There is a clear gap between one and two on this list. There was never any doubt. This is my most anticipated movie. Guardians of the Galaxy is the movie that kind of set me on the trajectory to do this job in the first place. I remember driving out from Columbia, South Carolina, where I was going to school, all the way out to Charleston to see the 15-minute IMAX preview. And that's a lot of gas for a broke college student. So I went and saw that, and I was like, I cannot wait for that. And I already loved the MCU. Iron Man was out there. The Avengers were out there. Cap, Thor, Hulk, they were all part of it already. Guardians was – I felt like I never looked back after that. I'm a huge fan of Guardians Volume 2. I love these characters, specifically Star-Lord, uh, a character I really like, just kind of feel like I understand. He's kind of an idiot sometimes. Uh, he's watched his mom fight cancer. Fortunately, my mom beat the hell out of cancer. Uh, but he's been raised by somebody who's pretty questionable and not his actual dad. Uh, and just a lot of things that, and he's constantly trying to prove himself. And I love the character of Star-Lord so much. And how he's always trying to find his place. And I feel like that has been me for most of my life. And I can't wait to see what James Gunn has done with what is probably his final Marvel project ever. I can't, like, I, I, Guardians 3, for every reason, is my number one movie of 2023, uh, especially in the MCU. But I, I cannot wait to see this. I hope the trilogy uh, is as good as I want it to be. I think that this could be the best MCU trilogy. And for me, it might not even be close if Guardians delivers as I want it to. Uh, yeah, it's my number one. Well, keeping up with the theme of uh, not surprising number ones, um, listen, no part of me in my deep heart thinks this is coming out this year, but Brandon <laughs> put it on the list. So Agatha, Covenant of Chaos is my number one. I mean, come on. I uh, Don't be shocked, but I did rewatch WandaVision over my weekend. Um, it was my ninth time watching WandaVision, and um, it is just as fantastic as ever. And just seeing Catherine Hahn, I just, Catherine Hahn said this week that there's going going to be songs. I was already excited. Aubrey Plaza, Patty Lapone. Are you kidding me? And they're good. Patty Lapone might sing in a Marvel show. I, I, that is just the most insane sentence that's ever been sentenced. I cannot wait. Uh, I, I do agree with what Brandon said that I don't think it's going to touch WandaVision. I don't think anything will ever touch WandaVision for me in the history of super uh, hero comic book things again. I don't, I think that that's, it's capped, it's peaked, that's it. But I think Coven of Chaos is going to come pretty close for old Jamie Jirak. <laughs> we love it. What's that, Aaron? What you got up there? That's He's got the, the SpongeBob, SpongeBob meme. meme. SpongeBob meme. Yeah, just being run out. That looks fun. <laughs> I, I want to shout out uh, one thing I keep forgetting about Agatha, and every time Jamie reminds me of it when she talks about this show, is that I loved White Lotus so much, and I think Aubrey Plaza is so great. And the fact that she's in this show, I'm really, really excited for that. Uh, I respect it. I respect it. None of us are surprising anybody. Jenna, what's your number one? Do you have a surprise for us? I somehow surprised a couple people because some people thought that the Marvels was going to be my number one, which is like, again, I am thoroughly excited for that movie, but nothing can beat Guardians of the Galaxy 
for me for this year. These movies are incredibly personal for me. They incredibly just like they hold a special place in my heart. Um, I literally like got myself out of a depressive episode the other day because I was like, oh my God, volume three comes out in a couple months. And that was like motivation to like get through the rest of my day. Um, I am so excited for this movie on so many levels. And like in, in addition to everything BD said, I'm excited for the fact that James Gunn has now done the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker and has like creatively stretched his legs in these new ways and is now going to come into volume three. And I'm very curious and excited to see what that ends up looking like. So I am so ready for this movie. I am so ready to ball my eyes out and it's just going to mm. be so great. Oh my God. <laughs> this, this, I think guardians of the galaxy volume three is going to hurt me the way the last of us premiere has hurt so many people who didn't play the game or did play the game, which didn't hit me the same way as the game did. And I'm, I, I'm like front row ready to feel that. Like, I know we're going to, this movie's going to, I hope all the emotional beats that it's expecting to land, land. Uh, and I can't wait to see this movie. I'm with you, Jenna. This movie's going to, I hope it's as good as we want it to be. Uh, all right. That's our 2023 hype rankings. We have now our composite score to show the official top 10 as ruled on by the phase zero hosts. Uh, I want to, can we bring up that graphic? Cause I haven't seen this yet. Is Aaron ranking guardians so low enough to stop it from being the number one movie of the year? Uh, let's, let's, how do we bring, can we bring up that graphic, Richard? The suspense. I know. That's is building. We're letting it Bring build. the music back. Bring the music back. Cut the tension. Oh, we uh, we 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 don't have that. I have just been informed. We do not have oh, that no. graphic. Okay, so we will, I guess, uh, make that graphic and get it uh, shared out on social media, on Twitter, and whatnot, uh, and figure out what the composite scores for. Uh, the phase your rankings are and we'll talk about them on next week's show for now you can go on youtube we have the tour of the marvel hotel uh out at disneyland paris on there and everybody who already watched that video thank you so much for watching you can subscribe to the phase zero uh, youtube channel and we can um talk more on there we are we're trying to build up the channel even more thank you to the twitch chat for always being so friendly we hope the youtube chat will be equally welcoming and fun aaron 2023 hype rankings how are you feeling any last words for today's show uh it's interesting i hope everything's good i hope everything comes out what it's supposed to i don't want any more delays i, I just want it to phase five to start off good i want you know kang to kick all of us in the face and for it to make all the money so we can keep having fun with my friends on tv thanks for watching guys jamie Oh boy, uh, 2023, just never forget that Hunt is the living manifestation of destiny, and uh, he will uh, 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 reign supreme. Brandon looks confused, which is proof to me that I'm more excited for Mission Impossible 7 than he is, because he can't quote Rogue Nation uh, 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 just, uh, him, but that's fine. Um, uh, no, uh, this is great. I apologize for my uh, construction situation. Um, also, I tweeted this, but I gotta say, I revisited the Wolverine 2013 for the first time in a while this weekend. And I think that movie is pretty good. It's not as good as the great X-Men movies, but it's so much better than the bad X-Men movies. So if you haven't gotten your eyes on it in a while, I think you should give it another shot. Jenna? Um, it's at Hey, it's Jenna Lynn on all the social media. Go read some comics. There's some really great ones this week. A uh, new champion of Shazam came to a close, and that has been one of my favorite TZ comics as of late. It is so good. Go check it out. Go watch The Last of Us. I watched that episode yesterday, finally, and almost bawled my eyes out. That was so good. So, and I know BD is going to plug it too. Of course, The Last of Pods, the Phase Zero spinoff podcast with Comic Book and ET. Uh, download that, stream it everywhere. Uh, if you will, leave it a five star review as well. Please leave five, Phase Zero a five star review. Follow 
Phase Zero on Twitter to find that composite rankings image and see what the definitive rankings are for the hype rankings. Let us know whose list you agree with the most. Be nice. Everybody has great taste here, even in the comments section. Most of y'all, some of y'all, I don't know. <laughs> but but most, most of y'all have some pretty good taste, and we love sharing this stuff with you. We are a month away from Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, uh, and, and just a little bit further away from everything else. So it's going to be a big year. We're still just getting started here on Season 3 of Phase Zero, and we will see you next week. Later, everybody.